0: Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by The Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me as always, my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie?
1: Not too bad.
0: Very good. Uh, you know, we were talking a bit pre-show about me feeling a little all over the place, and uh, I feel like it's it's one of those things where it's just, you know, you got to... You just gotta sit down, talk about Fire Emblem, and uh, think about all the cool stuff that's going on in the game, because uh, we got new heroes to talk about.
1: It's probably karma from you torturing your other podcast hosts.
0: Oh, me? Oh, right, yes, I suppose (laughs) I did do that. Look, uh, Sonic Quarterly is a thing, it happens, Um, and uh, luckily the Knuckles show does not premiere until the second quarter. So we're good.
1: I, I voiced my opinion in the discord. I fully think you should pull uh, lock it behind dad, torture Crofton with that crap and leave <laughs> Joss alone. But.
0: Well, he did bring up wrestling and I think, um, a lot of folks tuned out for that, but, uh, I, I, we, you know, speaking of dungeons and diapers, uh, and the discord bit.ly slash TGI discord, we got a, a kind of got taken to task about not finishing engage. And I will say you were, uh, you were, I don't want to say brave enough, but you, you responded, you gave them your, your, your reasoning. And I, uh,
1: yeah, I mean, it took me four or five tries to get through awakening where I would often, you know, get distracted and go away. And then eventually came back the first time I went through, because as you've heard from me during game club, I tend to grind quite a lot and then I get distracted. So still need to get back into engage and finish it and maybe do a new, a second playthrough where I can actually get the, um, dlc characters where they're actually usable
0: yeah because
1: yeah. the way the dlc works if you get them late game they're pretty much useless because they're going to be way behind everything
0: yeah i don't uh, i didn't respond in the discord but i i, I it, it was one of those things where the game came out start of the year uh something must have came out i think the dlc sort of like launched shortly after so maybe i was thinking oh I'll wait
1: Yeah, the DLC, I mean, was kind of proof that this was a game that had gotten severely delayed because of the pandemic or whatever, because it all came out, I think, within like three months of the game launching, if not two months.
0: It was quick. Yep. Um, I I think for me it felt like uh, I waited for the DLC, I played all the DLC to get the heroes, but not the final story DLC. And then I kind of was like, at a crossroads of like, do I go back, finish the story? Do I do the DLC story and then go back and finish the story with those characters? So I, it was, it was, it's totally just my brain deer in headlights type thing of can't make a decision. Ooh, here's something else that's super shiny. I'll go play that. And I'm sure if you look up February, 2023 or March or April, what have you, there's something there that was Mm -hmm. new and shiny and distracting. So
1: Like I said a minute ago, if you plan to use the DLC characters in your game, you should start a new game.
0: Oh, yeah? You
1: know, if you're doing the DLC just to get the story that's there, then do it whenever, wherever, because, you know, like like I said, I did the DLC and the characters are so far behind because of the way the, uh you know, random battles and stuff work that... You know, it's really hard to try and get them up to the level of everyone else, so they're pretty much useless to me. Yeah. Get them when you're supposed to early on in the original time frame or whatever, you know, long time. I don't I don't remember how exactly they unlock, if you can just play them all right away, or if you have to reach certain main story chapters before certain side story chapters appear. I do recall the characters being, like, um, preset levels, so... I don't know what their bond levels were like, though, off the top of my head.
0: Uh, that's a good point. And you know what? It's been so long. It's so funny. Oh, I need to finish the game. But yeah, maybe I should restart it. That's exactly what's going to get me to fin- <laughs> finish <laughs> the game. You're not wrong, though. You're not wrong.
1: Well, I, I was just saying if you want to play with the new characters that are added via the sure DLC, then you're better off restarting the game so they're actually appropriate levels when you get them.
0: Uh, I would say maybe we'll we'll see how that goes, you know. But we'll 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 table that for now. I I feel like Fire Emblem. we our main focus has been on Fire Emblem heroes, and um, until we have some sort of challenge or you know decision making meeting where we're like, hey, let's let's finish engage. It hasn't been discussed, but you know, uh, you never know.
1: We could also off, you know, um, throw the suggestion out here. But we could also discuss doing. Bringing game club back to cover engage and that gives us a reason to restart it and set deadlines to keep us moving.
0: Yeah, or even a discussion, honestly, just to have like the game done by a certain time period, you know, and just just wrap it up. We'll uh, we'll have to think about that one.
1: We'll discuss that offline.
0: Yeah, we'll think about it.
1: But there's stuff going on in Heroes as well.
0: Yes, there is. Let's talk about the banners uh, and then. Um, Move on from there. So we got Nevada's Shield running until the 18th. Emblem Marth, speaking of Engage, Emblem Marth and Mythic Lumera until the 19th. Legendary and Mythic Hero Remix 1 and 2 until the 24th. Heading into March, we have Hero Fest until the 4th. And May This Last, the Special Heroes Banner for Day of Devotion that we're going to talk about today running until the 6th of March. Now, Eddie, how did you do on your summoning?
1: I got both in, uh, Martha and Lumera on that banner. Uh, on the Valentine's banner, I got Selena and Duo, Le- Duo Leon leading up to the spark. Uh, sparked from Mur-, Mur only to get a spare Murr when a uh, ring with no blue uh, orbs popped up uh, while I am hunting for Ephraim, and haven't got him yet. But I'm gonna keep some keep poking at it, and so got four out of five, or three out of five, or however you want to label it. Three out of four.
0: Yeah. No, that's not bad. Uh, I, I had realized that we hadn't talked. I think when we spoke, the legendary banner had just started or was starting the next day. I can't remember, but it Correct. was very... We had the
1: info from the um, right. Fae channel, but it, I don't think the banner was out yet.
0: Right. So uh, in terms of the Emblem Marth and Mythic Lumera banner, I, I got Emblem Marth pretty quick. And then I sparked for Mythic Lumera. And kind of jumped out there. Then from the new Day of Devotion banner, I haven't done a lot of summoning, but I did get uh, Selena, a five-star version. I know she's the four-star. And uh, then, like everybody else, a bunch of five-stars from the anniversary tickets. So, um, lots of new special her- Not Not lots of new special heroes, but lots of special heroes that I may have had before. But I think I did get a couple new to me.
1: I don't think I've used those tickets up yet, but...
0: I I think that banner likely has a deadline on it, but it only appears, I can't check, because it only appears when you have a ticket available, I'm yep. fairly certain.
1: It probably does whenever the 7th anniversary stuff ends, probably.
0: Yeah. Right. So, what do we got coming up next? More heroes to summon, I'm sure.
1: Yep, we got a new heroes banner launching uh, next week on the uh, 19th. Uh, So we are going to, due to life and work, we're actually not going to record till a week from today, which will be the 20th, and we'll be covering that banner.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So new heroes, look forward to those. We'll cover them next week. Uh, And speaking of coming up, we have our next resplendent hero, which is Celica, warrior priestess. This is brave Celica getting the resplendent... uh, Version actually, I did. I didn't double check that. I'm pretty sure it's her. Uh, it's her resplendent, or sorry, her brave hero getting. Um, I believe Warrior Prince, Priestess
1: was the brave version.
0: Yeah, I'm fairly certain. Um, but anyway, starting on February 25th for Fae Pass subscribers, you'll be able to add Celica in her Emblion inspired armor to your hero's collection. Uh, it somewhat preserves the. Sort of old school look of Celica, like in terms of because that Brave version kind of used like Celica's uh, concept art look from the original game. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, looking at it a little closer, it doesn't, it, it appears to be more of like the classic, uh, sorry, no, the, the, uh, Echoes of Valencia, uh, Celica look. So that's, uh, that's not, I mean, as fun. I, Think I think that looks more like the
1: classic look. I mean I believe she had the orange outfit. So then just yeah, putting black over top of it.
0: Yeah. It's got the look, but it's um so so yes, it has the look of the armor, but in terms of the art style, they've kind of uh, gone closer to like the traditional Fay as opposed to the concept art from the original uh Echoes or Gaiden, sorry. Um if you look at them side by side, you could you can you'll see what I'm talking about. It's it's subtle, but they've definitely gone with the the Fire Emblem Heroes approach, uh, for her look. Which makes sense, because it's Emblian attire, right? So
1: mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, that's uh it's a little unfortunate, but I understand why they did it for sure.
1: If you really want to go truly in the old one, it would look a lot worse than it did even in the original Brave version. So they were already updating the design and look in the Brave version, and this is, you know. And if you really want the uh, little more classic or older looking to, uh, art, the you can even if you get this outfit, you can still choose to wear the other one, the original one.
0: Yeah, you can swap back so. and forth for sure, and 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 have you know, like you said, you can have that classic nostalgia look, or you can switch over to the new. Uh, look, that makes sense. So choice—it's good that they don't replace it, of course. And this has been the case since the launch. But uh, it's a—it's a nice touch. It's a nice touch. All right. Now, how did voting go? That uh, not voting? Yes, it was voting. Yes, of course the
1: it was. Here rises. Uh, apparently, they did get announced the winners. Uh, and three houses kind of showed why they pushed them so often, as Edelgard got the top slot. Uh, and both Dimitri and Claude were on the list, uh, although Claude is the Golden Breeze version, while both Edelgard and Dimitri are the Christmas versions. Um, Gullvig, uh showing her continued popularity, got a, a slot in number four. Amilla, uh, Camilla is still being Camilla with her, I believe that's her legendary version, Alluring Darkness in slot two. Uh, Lear got some love with a uh, spot three. Uh, as I mentioned, Dimitri was spot five, or I may have not mentioned where he was, but he was in fifth place. Uh, Sanaki, uh, the ninja Sanaki, from, uh, got slot six. I believe that was a duo hero. Hard to tell for sure from here, but um, like I mentioned, Claude's uh, Wind Tribe outfit or design got a slot and he was in number seven with cherished Dream Peony, which I believe is the Is it attuned, the new version? uh, Yes, yeah.
0: That's attuned peony. Special
1: trait, bonus trait peony. Mm -hmm.
0: So that's a, I mean, that's a pretty, that's a pretty expected haul. Some recent special heroes, a lot of three houses, uh, some fates, uh, legendary heroes. Um, And
1: I will acknowledge there is a decent chance that these votes really don't represent the popularity of the characters but the perceived power of the characters
0: yeah plus you have to engage with the voting outside of the game right so i think that adds a bit of a wrinkle too i'm pretty
1: sure that most hero rises results have been pure power choices you know the people who are obsessed with the power will put all that info out or work it up on the reddit you know because yeah I, I could be wrong, but I doubt there were that many people who really liked the look and design of Mortis. Or for Mortius? Yeah, no,
0: you're right. For Mortis was just like, or for For Morti, or however, or For I can't remember.
1: Mortis, I believe is Fomortius. how they pronounced it.
0: Right, the double I. Uh, I think that was a power one, and I think once he got into the voting gauntlet, it was a bit, it was a bit cheese. So, okay, if we had to lock in our guess is who do you think wins this voting gauntlet between the eight you mentioned? Cause, uh, don't
1: really know. And yeah. part of it also depends on how they're split up. Sure. You know, there are certain cases where I think there's a chance that like, uh, a might beat Sanaki or maybe Peony, but I'm not sure Alir can beat Camilla or Adelgard, you know? And if, they don't fight to last you know it's possible that a character can make it to top two just because of who they were faced up against because there is a bit of popularity because it is in game so there's going to be some people who don't really care about power so
0: yeah who
1: are voting for their favorite character
0: yeah i think uh well if i had to throw a guess out there i you're right it's very dependent on how these matchups line up but um i'm thinking in terms of popularity you might Gosh, you might see Camilla if if it if it ends up being Camilla versus Edelgard, then I think it's Edelgard. But if uh, one of them drops out early, because you're right, like if depending on how these matchups roll out, like if they start with Edelgard versus Camilla, like I have no idea who wins this, but All right. yeah.
1: honestly, if we're going on pure popularity, I think Golvig has a good chance of winning it.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Seeing yeah. as she made it into, um, uh, you know, got a brave version before she had even, you know, where we had just barely caught a glimpse of her,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. So, well, I mean, when's this thing this launches? This voting gauntlet launches, uh, uh, the
1: voting gauntlet, I believe it's either the beginning of March or end of March.
0: March, the, yeah,
1: I, I don't remember the exact time. It's either the end of February, beginning of March, voting gauntlet is when the actual. Uh, probably says on the Twitter post. Maybe not. Um What who is that uh, results will be announced February twenty fifth. Voting Gauntlet this March.
0: Yeah. So full results February twenty fifth, that likely means we'll get the we'll get the bracket, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Or just everyone b twenty twenty one and on. And we'll see right. where some of the other heroes fell. But It will appear in a Voting Gauntlet this March. Whether it's early March, late March, don't know for sure. But in March, we'll get the Voting Gauntlet with these eight characters. Okay. of that will be given for free, and the others, uh, top four, will be on a banner.
0: Okay. Well, uh, we will look forward to that in early March. But until then, we've got some special heroes to chat about.
1: Yes. The... Valentine's Oh, I'm sorry, Day of Devotion banner returns, and for some reason they decide to bypass Eric and Ephraim's dad while putting Eric and Ephraim on the banner. Though so Leon's dad does show up, along with Leon being the duo uh unit lead, Selena and her un uh, and Selena and her unrequited love. And Murr does round out the um banner with uh Leon's dad being the Tempest trial unit. Very good. But based on the discussions in the Tempest trial, it feels like Selena has an unrequited love, or I don't know. It just felt like it's like something that I'm not sure I ever really saw in the game. But you know, Selena being there over, uh, what was his name? Robert, Eph- Ephraim, and Erica's dad felt weird to me. But
0: yeah, no, that makes sense.
1: Especially since that rules out any chance of him ever showing up.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm trying to remember, like he him from the game but maybe
1: i mean he has a he has a small part he's there at the beginning and tells them to run as grado attacks them and sacrifices himself to make sure Ephraim and Erica can survive yeah but
0: as you do in fire more that games. that
1: feels that feels and i'll admit vigard uh you know leon's dad fits perfectly into this but I feel like, you know, Ephraim and Erica's dad should be in here because that's the type of thing they like to do. The dad you lost, like, a couple years ago when we did Path of Radiance. Where, um, Grail got to show up. Yeah. Uh, you know, so.
0: Yeah. No, that makes sense. I, I, you often wonder their choices, and it's almost like they kind of, they wanted to go with, uh, the duo hero being more of the focus heroes and then and then have the Tempest Trials unit be the the parent, you know? Um, so uh yeah, it's an interesting uh, approach. It, I mean I understand why they did
1: it. merm kind of makes sense because Myrrh treats Ephraim like, you know, an older brother, if not father, type figure to her. Selena is the one that feels why are they here? When you could have put erica and ephraim's dad and that would have made more sense and fit with the theming you've set up i know why she's there because she's more popular than the guy whose name i can't even remember <laughs>
0: you, you know? said robert yeah that, that was my guess is... i
1: could be completely wrong
0: i have no idea you know, it's
1: been so long since i played sacred stones that yeah. i don't remember exactly who is dad, who their dad
0: was Uh, let's see. Uh, Oh, that's not helpful. I'm getting a lot of like search results from the Bible because Ephraim is a Bible character. Let's see. Uh, Ephraim fire emblem father. Let's see what pops up. Uh, Ephraim doesn't say affiliations, uh, man. Okay. Well, that was a dead end. I, I like it's, it, yeah, I I totally understand, but the fact that we're struggling to find the name and or even you know remember it is is probably the main the main reason uh, outside of Selena being more popular than someone we can't can't remember, and um, I think that the example of the Tellius games, Ike's father had a a stronger sort of like a more traditional father connection of Fire Emblem. It's not just there for a chapter; he's there for don't get me wrong, he dies, but he's there for four or five as opposed to just one, right? He's got a deeper connection okay. to the story where Ephraim and Erica's father is just kind of, you know, there. Uh, but let's uh, let's talk about the heroes. As you mentioned, we got Myr, adored dragon. Myr's a uh, maniket from the continent of Magville, and she's here for the Day of Devotion festivities. Myr is a colorless dragon, armored hero, wielding loving breath. Myr has three new skills, defense slash resistance scal four in the A slot, canny fighter in the B slot and darkling dragon in the C slot. Rounding out her kit is armored beacon as a special. So brand new skills, uh, well new skills across A, B and C. So a pretty stacked unit in terms of like, if you're looking for new skills, um, I don't know, like uh, another version of Mer. We've got lots of lots of Mers in the game. She's pretty popular. Yeah,
1: she's a fairly popular one. And like I said, she views Ephraim as kind of a brother figure, it feels like. Yeah. And I did finally find it in Fado is his name. Okay, so not Robert. <laughs> yeah, uh, not Robert, but...
0: No. Well, there you go. Again, back to my point, I think that that's the main reason.
1: That's probably one of the reasons, but I still feel, you know, with the theme they've set up in these, it makes more sense for him to show up since he actually exists, you know? Yes. And was seen shortly. But speaking of Ephraim, he's the Ardent Prince in this manner. On this manner, he's Ephraim Ardent Prince, continuing the bizarre choice for many Valentine's units to be armored. Ephraim is in an armored lance unit here, wielding the Righteous Lance. He has a new Tier 4 skill called Earthfire Boost and a new version of his Sunlit Bangle called Sunlit Bangle D. Uh, and he fills out his kit with a special and a Savior skill.
0: Yeah. I think uh, I think most of these characters have a Savior version or some sort of Savior skill. Yeah,
1: and I think that's where the original Savior showed up.
0: Yes, you're right. Uh, it did. So. I believe with the Asker. Yeah, I believe uh, uh,
1: yeah. the Asker one with... Was- Mama and Papa Asker in there.
0: Yeah. This
1: is when we um, first saw Savior.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think the design for Ephraim here, like it's very, he's it's very blue and green. They go with the, the, the green cape is very striking, kind of matching his hair a little bit. But, uh, you know, unlike other sort of special hero versions, um, uh, they have real weapons. <laughs> he actually has his lance here. Uh, as opposed to other ones where it's like, hey, got it decorated though. He does, but it's still deadly, you know, just in case, I guess.
1: Maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe there have been some more weird ones, but I feel like the Valentine's ones are less weird often.
0: Yeah, you're right. It is definitely the Day of Devotion is they bring their their weapons. Day of
1: Devotion ones. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm. Let's talk about uh, Selena admiring uh, General Uh, Selena. Selena. I mean, I've said Selena, but I guess either works. I don't know if Selena is a real way of pronouncing it. (laughs) All right, Selena admiring General Grado's uh, flower spar. Flower spar. I've always think
1: I've pronounced it floor spar. Floor
0: spar. Okay
1: yeah
0: Yeah. well grado's uh floor spar uh selena is here from the continent of magvel to join us again for the day of devotion festivities selena is a four-star hero on the banner and is a red tome cavalry hero wielding devoted basket plus
1: there, there's your nice weird weapon for you
0: yeah we found it. it is on the four-star hero of course don't give her a real weapon um Although it goes back to the idea of, like, usually if it's, like, a magic user, we've talked about this before, about using, like, items that are, have a connection or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, she doesn't have any new skills, uh, but rounding out her kit is Rally Up Attack Plus as an assist, Attack Slash Speed Catch 3 in the A slot, and A Slash R Far Trace 3 in the B slot. Um... I just pull up her art here. Cause as you said, yeah, she's got a, her weapon is a basket of flowers. Yep. But so whatever works, you know?
1: Yeah. I am continuing the weird weapon as he wielding a bottle of wine or some other liquid. And the duo with him is, has a cup instead of another weapon or a weapon. Uh, we have Leon uh, who is duoed with Erica Uh, As esteemed royals, the duo unit on the banner is Leon and Erica, joining here as a green tome cavalry unit wielding Tender Vessel. Their duo skill halts enemy actions, causing their actions to end after start of turn skills trigger. uh, If they are in cardinal directions of the unit when the duo skill is is set off or triggered, Uh, they also come with a new unique skill called Grey Illusion in a new Tier 4 skill called Insight Attack Res, uh, and have Occultist Strike and Iceberg to round out their kit.
0: Uh, yeah. You know, it's so funny that we mentioned uh, before, like, oh, you know, real weapons of the Day of Devotion, festivities only. Um, we we should have looked at I the... didn't say only. I yeah, just I felt like they more often will be real yeah. weapons
1: with flowery stuff attached onto them.
0: Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, uh, I think it's but it's so funny that I think all the heroes from here on out, I think even no, uh, Vigard has a has an axe. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, Lion and Erica, like as the duo heroes. Now, this is going to be unfair because I don't really remember. But do you feel like L- Lion and Erica's relationship is closer than Leon and Ephraim? Or did we already already had a Leon and Ephraim duo? I believe
1: we've had a Leon and Ephraim duo, and with Valentine's Day to a degree, I kind of see it because it always felt like Leon had an unrequited romantic interest in Erica. Whether she returned it or you know returned it or not was you know it was more of a didn't think of it and respected him as a friend, but not romantically. I think Mm -hmm. that's how I felt from Erica's side. But I couldn't be misremembering that, but I always felt that Leon did have a bit of a crush on Erica.
0: Yeah, I think at the end of the game, he kind of reveals that, uh, that he had a crush on her and and was always sort of envious of Ephraim's skills and uh, ability to just do without mm-hmm. effort or something like that. You know, the, the typical Fire Emblem ending of, like, we... Uh, we saved our friend, but he's dying, and he's confessing all of his all of his true feelings. Um, But yeah, like I, I think you're right. Like the fact that we had an Ephraim Leon duo before kind of gives him an opportunity to do an Erica Leon duo as like really good friends, and or Leon having a crush on her. So it fits the sort of Valentine slash Day of Devotion feel. Um, and then uh, rounding out. The Banner, well actually offside the Banner, we have the Tempest Trials unit, uh, which is Leon's father, Vigard, a warm-hearted sire. Vigard, the Emperor of Magvel's Grado Empire and father of Leon, is here to join the Day of Devotion festivities, sporting his look before he became a zombie in Sacred Stones. Vigard is a axe-armored hero wielding axe at Devotion Plus and is the Tempest Trials hero for the Banner. No new skills, but rounding out his kit is Ignis as a special attack slash defense form three in the A slot and even follow up three in the B slot. Uh, I had that right. He was a zombie like he had died. And then
1: yes, uh, before before Sacred Stones had started, um, you know, uh, he was he had died or gotten sick and Leon trying to save him or bring him back uh brought from and attached it to him so he was kind of a shambling husk of himself being piloted by Famortis, who eventually jumped to leon or something like that i don't remember the exact story of how that happened or if it was similar to um there was the uh renee guy who betrayed them who they brought his life back wife back as a shambling corpse as well Uh, But it felt like Vigard, when we first saw him, was up and moving and making poor decisions because he was being controlled by Fumortis. But I guess when we defeated Fumortis in Vigard's body, he jumped to Leon.
0: Right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So I guess our sort of idea of like, oh, the father figure not being in the game very long, like technically this version, we did see him as if he was healthy, I think. But he was definitely dead or dying. Um,
1: I'm not sure he was exactly healthy, but he was, you know, more active than the other zombie we saw. Where I don't even yes. think we really saw her, the wife who was dead, that the guy got brought back and was clearly a zombie and disturbing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You
0: know. Well, there you go. Great stuff for Day of Devotion. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it is that—that's why good. I
1: said Vigard made perfect sense for Day of yeah. Devotion, and so does Fado make perfect sense to me for this. Selena, who I mean admired and maybe just you know strongly respected because of him saving her village in the past, uh, Vigard feels, for lack of a better way to phrase it, a cash out. You know, getting a more popular character as opposed to getting one that fits the theme that they've kind of set up in this banner. Mm-hmm. it's their choice of who they put on and there's always been someone that feels weird like I believe Effie was there last year which didn't make a ton of sense
0: Yes, so, yeah. it's
1: not the first one they've done it but it's like by putting Ephraim and Erica in here you've kind of ruled out Fado ever coming for the day of devotion banner and maybe they'll never put him in but
0: uh, I think it's safe to say we'll never get that character uh, I, I'm willing to to bet on it i mean i it think seems even...
1: highly likely i wouldn't rule it out as never happening sure there's been other characters that it's like i don't see them ever putting them in that have gotten ones i mean heck brigand boss is a actual character in the game true you're... so ruling fado out is you know a bit foolish but you're right you're right. i, I don't you're think absolutely. it's highly likely we'll ever see him
0: well we'll have to see uh there are new heroes coming next week i don't think (laughs) i don't think he'll be there i
1: don't think fado's coming in there no no no, no. if if we get him, it's going to be years down once they've you know exhausted every other character and have 20 or 30 erica and ephraims
0: there you go yeah years from now heck years from heck
1: we might not get them for like 10 years when they cycle back to sacred stones for the valentine's banner and we get a new uh erica and ephraim valentine's characters versions that's
0: true i suppose eventually they will have to retread once they've gone through all the holidays i mean
1: especially with sacred stones they can retread sacred stones a number of times you got uh what is it tana and ennis and their mom you got uh Shell and her uncle uh joshua and his mom so there's plenty of mother you know parent children duos there these are the most logical for the first time out yeah so
0: well, we'll have to see in five to six yep. years if they decide to uh, go back to the top of the list. For uh, I mean,
1: there's 15 games if they yep. go through all the games before they get back. or are at 16, 17 now. So yes. it's going to be a, more than five to six years.
0: Oh, yes, but, yes. <laughs> It'll be a bit. We'll see, though. We'll see if, it, uh, if we get to that point. But uh, that is 2024's Day of Devotion and is going to do it for our episode uh, this week. Visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fey. Check out the Fire Emblem channel on the Gamers End Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Be sure to check out feheroes.fandom.com, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem Heroes information. It's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. We'll be back next week to cover the latest new heroes. Have a great week and happy Summoning.